Oh, hey, friends, it's your girl, Malisha Gigi, and I am so happy it's Friday. Happy, happy Friday, y'all. And not only is it Friday, it's Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. I am a proud black woman every single day, but today I'm black, black and proud, proud. You know, it means more when you say it twice. So before we jump into this, let's just take a deep breath in and release all the stress and tensions of the week and whatever happened that wasn't supposed to, whatever didn't happen that was supposed to, let's just let it all go and get ready to kick off this Juneteenth weekend. Okay, y'all. So today, in honor of Juneteenth, we are talking cookouts and catfish. Now, full disclaimer, all views and opinions expressed in this segment are solely mine. All that to say, what I share is how I do things. You may or may not fit into that. And that's okay. I'm cool with you sharing some of the same ideas. And I'm cool with you being like, nah, sis, I'm good on those. It's cool. We friends, we talking. So before I jump right in, y'all know I love me a category. So in my opinion, right, my unsolicited opinion, when you're talking about having a cookout with your family or your friends, but mostly family, we got three categories. First one, location. Location is everything. Location, location, location. Ain't that what they say? Number two, the food. Listen, the food got to be right. And number three, the games. Where's the entertainment, sis? Like, what we doing? So I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to just go ahead and dive right in. So first we got location. Okay. Now listen. The cookout is supposed to be the safe space. You come to the cookout to share ideas, laugh, talk, sing, drink, you know, be crazy. All that stuff It's to have a good time. No judgment, no issues, no problems, just good family fun. The kids running around, all of that. When you're talking about location of the cookout, you got to be mindful whose house you having it at, okay? If we can't drink at your house, the cookout not going to be at your house. You're not about to be having all these regulations at the door talking about you can't drink this, you can't do that. I, I don't allow that in my house. Look, Linda, Linda, we gonna, we gonna, we'll do we'll do Bible study at your house, but t- t- this time we want to have a, cu- a drink or two. And if you're not going to allow us to do that, we're going to have to find another house, okay? So if you're that person with a, oh, no, no drinking here, okay, but no cookouts here either, okay? All right. If you don't have a smoker section, your house is not the house. It could be inside or outside. As long as you have a designated area for those folks who like to, you know, whatever they do. If if you don't have that section, your house ain't the cookout house. You can't have Uncle Joe who like to smoke and not have nowhere to go. You telling him he got to go six miles down the road to smoke. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, uh-uh, your house is not the house. We love you. You can come to the cookout. It's just we not coming to your house to have it. Okay. Second, <clears throat> if your house is not kid friendly, your house is not the house. Listen, if you got that house where everything is glass and marble and every oh this rug came from Bali and it was nine million dollars and okay, well we not gonna have it at your house because I know my kids and Fat Man, he, my my baby, he might spill something, and I will get it up, but I don't have time for you to be looking at me sideways because you in your mind estimate how much it's gonna cost to get your little rug dry clean. I, look, I'm not paying for your rug. Okay, you knew it was going to be a cook out here. You should have rolled that rug up and put it in the closet. If you don't have the kid-friendly home, we ain't coming. And last, and last but not least, 
If you are unwilling to adjust the temperature in your home to meet your guests, the cookout won't be at your house. Now, cookouts, we can have cookouts, you know, all times of the year, right? So let's say we have the traditional summer cookout. When I walk in your home, if I'm still sweating, if I don't get that whoof of air conditioned air hitting my face and my neck, your house ain't the house. If I walk in and I'm sweating worse than I was when I was outside, your house is not the house because you don't want to turn the air conditioner. I don't have time for that. On the other side, we have we decide to have a cook in. We decide to just cook up some food and come over in the wintertime. If I walk in and I gotta leave my coat on, your house is not like turn come on, adjust the temperature for the gas. It's one day. Your bill will not fluctuate that drastically. Maybe it will. I don't know. I don't really look at the, the bill, but I'm just saying, you haven't guessed. Adjust the temperature, please. Okay, so once you, after you, you know, put all those, you know, consider all those factors, then you can make a determination of whose house is going to be at, okay? Now, next, okay, is the food. Listen, y'all, when you go to the food, the cookout, I'm almost thinking maybe food should have been number one, but whatever, we here now. Food, number two. Again, my categories. Listen, in my opinion, Every cookout needs to have fried fish. I absolutely love fat fried fish. And now that I'm on my new Jersey, Lord, now that I'm on my new journey to veganism, I'm like, I'm like a, a kind of vegan. I'm vegan like 95% of the time, but I just started eating fish. I threw some fish back into the diet because I just needed something with a little meaty texture and, you know, something. So, but even before the veganism, you have to have, fr- I love fried fish. Okay. I personally my favorite is fried rockfish, but it's really expensive. So, you know, it's not one that, but what I will buy every single time without fail is fried catfish. Let me tell you something. You better fry it hard. I want a good, I want a good crunch on it. Okay. If your cookout don't have fried fish, we have a problem and it's not really a problem. Just let me know and I'll bring the fish. I need fried fish at the cookout. Just saying. Okay. So catfish, my favorite. If you ever invite me, please just have a, just a little piece of two, a piece of two for me. You can get everybody else. I don't know, whiting or tilapia or whatever else, other fish. I don't eat tilapia personally, but get me some um, some catfish. Okay, next. You know how, okay, like in my family, there are certain people who are, who make a certain dish and they are bomb at that dish. Like you better not, don't try to switch up the game. Like this person makes this, this person makes that. That is their thing. They have perfected it. It is perfect. They, you cannot start switching up the 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 roles of who gets who's bringing what so in my family i make the mac and cheese okay now sure i'm sure there's other people in my family that make incredible mac and cheese but my family is expecting me to bring the mac and cheese that i usually make when you start mixing people up then you start getting you know somebody else bring it they bring the mac and cheese with the bacon bits in it and the breadcrumbs on top and then the other person you swap and roll so now somebody bring a potato salad with raisins in it it ain't right it ain't right and by the way potato salad does not have raisins grapes i don't care summer salad winter salad i don't care what name you give it it's wrong potatoes you know eggs relish mayonnaise you know, the, the, the 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 essentials don't get to throwing all that exotic stuff in it. It ain't that's not that's nasty. We don't like that. Play your position. If you're the mac and cheese person, bring the mac and cheese. If you're the tuna mac person, bring the tuna mac. Okay. If you're the the greens, you know you're the one to make the greens. Bring the greens. 
when you start trying to switch it up, you get, you get the wires get crossed and it's all wrong, which leads me to my next point. If you are the family member that maybe you don't have a specialty as far as a dish that you make homemade and that's fine. But damn, can you put some thought into what you do bring? See, that kills me. The one family member, they don't have a special, a homemade specialty that they like to bring. Okay, fine. But they don't put not an ounce, not an ounce of thought into what they bring. So you got some cousin rolling up in here with, with them, a fruit cake or something. No, nobody eat that. Did you even think about it? Or you just went in there and picked up the first, you know, the fruitcake be by the door when you walk in. Because I think they really want people to steal them because they're trying to get rid of them. Don't bring no fruitcake to fruitcake and candied popcorn shit that don't nobody you don't nobody want that don't nobody want that god i'd rather you just bring cups or plates or forks things we're going to use don't come in here bringing them unnecessary items we don't want that put some thought into it you got to eat some of this i can't stand that and last but not least into the food category Y'all got them family members. Listen, listen. Y'all got the family members that soon as they cross the threshold of the door to the cookout, they pulling out Tupperware dishes. We ain't even poured the aluminum foil back off the pans because, you know, at all cookouts, I don't know if it's like this at white cookouts. I ain't never been to one. But at the black cookouts, you you go in every pan, plate, bowl. It, it ain't the fancy ones either. It's a different type of plate, a different type of bowl. Maybe you might have some aluminum pans. Everything got aluminum foil on it. This aunt comes in, she got her Tupperware bowls that she didn't threw out of her, you know, she didn't, you know, flung them out of her purse. They all lined up. We ain't even peeled the fall back off the trays before you ready to pack a to-go plate. Where you going, sis? Sit down. Won't you eat a real plate first before you get to packing your to-go? Good Lord. Ooh, that burns me up. Can we make sure there's enough for the people who are actually here while you trying to make dinner for the next three nights? Could you, you meal prepping at the cookout? Sit down. Anyway, but we love all our family members. But, you know, y'all know y'all got some ones that do some things that be a little like you'd be like, "Mm, I don't know about that one. You know, I don't know. Okay. And so then after that, y'all, my my, my last and final my last and final category is games because I'm gonna let y'all go because I got some Juneteenth celebrating to do. My last and final one is games. Now. There are the basic games you play. At the cookout. What's the very first one, y'all? The very first game you play at the black people cookout, right? Every black family, we play spades. Okay. If you don't agree with me, okay, that's fine. I would love to know what your number one game is in your family. But in my family, it's spades. Everybody and their mother play spades. I wasn't a big, I'm, I'm not really a huge spades player, but it's definitely the number one game. Followed by maybe dominoes and twister for the kids and for those adults who still a little limber and got mega knees, including myself. Um, And then maybe some phase 10, right? I don't know. I feel like phase 10 is becoming a little more popular. Maybe it's already been popular. I don't know. I like phase 10. Now, specifically in my family, we like Taboo and Pekino. Listen, we will have a Pekino party in a minute. What? We having a cookout bring $20 in quarters because we playing for Pekino. I don't know that we've ever played for no money. We've always played for money, right? I feel like that's another thing in, in, in the black family. Right? You, you got to bring you a little bit of change or something to play the game. You got to, listen, if you playing Pekino with no money, then 
Tell me about it. Tell me how fun it is. Tell me what the end game is. Okay? I'd love to hear. Second, the kids. Now, we try to get creative and make sure that the kids have have some things to do, right? But it always ends up being, excuse me, I know y'all heard that. It always ends up being the older kids are on their phones and the younger kids are running like wild animals through whomever's house we've chosen. And the parents, we're yelling, sit down, Rocco, sit down, Romeo, run through here again and I'm going to pop you. You ain't going to pop them, but you do threaten them the entire cookout day because, you know, it does temporarily help. It temporarily kind of stalls them and then they end up running again. But if your family is anything like mine and if you have a matriarch in your family like my aunt, my aunt Tani is the one, as soon as you tell them not to run, she right, right on your heels. No, my, they can run. No, my, they kids. Aunt Tani, no. And you don't argue with Aunt Tani. You just say, okay. And you let the kids run amok. And they, you know, knocking stuff over and all over the place. But they're kids. And, and, and then she reminds you that that's what we let y'all do when y'all were younger. I don't remember that. So I can't attest to that. But fine. You say you got them. Then they are, they are your response. They are yours for the remainder of the day. And you take them. Lord, that's why that's see that kids one with the games. That's what I mean with the um the kids running through the house and the games. That's why you got to be mindful whose house you have it at because my kid, Rocco runs fast and will zip through a corner and, and, and bang a corner of a table and knock something over in a minute. I don't need it to be nothing that was five thousand dollars. And you looking at me like, OK, well, I'll just send you a PayPal invoice. No, you won't. Not today. You're not. You be, come on. Let's get some uh, with my hot glue gun and we can get these shards up and these pieces up and we're going to put it back together. It's going to be real abstract when we finish. Anyway, y'all, I just, you know, like I said, today is Juneteenth. I'm feeling extremely, you know, I'm just feeling extremely liberated. I know we have a lot going on, but I think in a previous episode where I did um, the one about joy, I think that at a time like this where we are really seeing some rapid results as it, as it comes, as it, as it, um, as it pertains to like, you know, these police, these, these police that are out here, you know, committing these crimes, cause that's really what they are. We're seeing some rapid response as it pertains to them, be, uh, us getting justice, right. in in response to some of these actions they've been taking. And I think this is the perfect time. This is the perfect weekend. I mean, you know, to really just celebrate all that we've gone through, all that we've accomplished, where we're, where, you know, even even to celebrate the, the work that we still have to do, we got to stop and just celebrate the wins, right? You know, and I think that it's important. Family is important. Your village is important. Your friends, they're important and they matter to us and we love them. And what better way to show that than at a cookout or any form of celebration? Maybe you don't call it a cookout. Maybe you call it a get together. Maybe you call it a kickback. Whatever you call it, whatever term you use, it's the same. It's you getting together with the people you love to have a good time, right? No judgment, all laughs, all fun. It's time. Like, it's it's exciting and it's really needed. I think, like I said, at a time like this, it's needed. So I implore you, y'all like that? Y'all, I implore you to make some time, set aside some special time for your family. Um, hopefully this weekend, you know, if you can, um, get together, laugh, make, make, make a few memories and just, you know, kick back, let your hair down, enjoy being black. And if you aren't black, have a get together and, and, and really celebrate 
maybe they're not physically there, but celebrate the people, you know, the African-Americans in your life who you know are maybe experiencing all types of feelings. Celebrate them, right? Let them know that you're thinking about them. And then you take some time as well to just kick back, relax, and, and just, you know, enjoy the things that you've accomplished. So that's my that's my message for y'all today. I wanted to keep it short because, like I said, um, it's Juneteenth. And I'm going to go find me some food. I'm going to go find me some Juneteenth food. Um, but I want to, you know, I'm going to keep you too long. I want y'all to go and enjoy. Have a fantastic weekend on purpose. Happy Juneteenth again. Until we meet next Friday. Don't stand me up. You know, I don't like that. Peace out. Thanks for listening, y'all. Please be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate the podcast available on all streaming platforms. Also, please check out my website at nbfrfoodie.com. Follow me on Instagram at nbfrfoodie and on Facebook, No But For Real Foodie.